Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Find what you're looking for Inside that record store Across the whole world They've gone Searching for shelves of gold To find that perfect score You're listening to the record story Come You're listening to the record story Okay, welcome back to the Record Store Recon edition of the Goldmine Podcast. Of course, we're going to have Dr. Disc here as a guest because he writes every issue, every print issue. He has his Record Store Recon. And of course, we have this every month, this episode uh, where we get to talk to the good doctor and the, the uh, I guess the record store is in Scottsdale, Arizona, but we're going to visit Vinyl Record Dude this, this episode. Notice how I said dude. Um, He's how did dude. come up with the name Vinyl Record Dude? He did not go into details about where the name came from, but he's been doing this for over 22 years. Okay. So he's a veteran dude. He is a, he is the dude. <laughs> so how you explain it? Um, this is in the August September issue that should be getting in subscribers' hands and getting on the newsstand at Barnes and Noble and Books a Million. In case you're interested, listeners, um, they have a small storefront, meaning you walk into the store and it's very. You said it's one of the smallest you've seen, but. In the back, they have this huge kind of just storage area, right? Yeah, imagine if the Wizard of Oz owned a record store because you'd walk in and there'd be this, you know, don't don't pay attention to what's going on in the back room. Um, they've got over 300,000 records cataloged. Um, and I think there's a picture in the new issue of their little back room. So yeah, it's not that tiny, but... Um, yeah, the storefront is only 700 square feet, but they've got over 300,000 records in that store at any one time. So my question is, why don't they just make that the entire store? Why do you have to go back, you know, to back room and ask for a certain record? I, you would have to ask them. Maybe there might be limitations on the amount of re- resale, retail space they're allowed to use since it is oh, kind of a, a warehouse type business. I, I don't know. 
Um, when we follow up with Vinyl Record Dude down the road, we will ask him that good question. You always come up with good questions to trick up the doc that I didn't even think about. Well, well, Doc, you went in and um, you gave your highest points to the helpful staff because they will go into the back room and they actually let you take a picture of the back room too, which is pretty Yeah, they, they were very proud of it. Um, while I was there, I got to, I kind of got to see how the whole thing plays out. So um, uh, mother and daughter, uh, she was probably 16, 17 years old, and, uh, not the mother, the daughter. Um, and they walked in and, and they were looking through some stuff. And when they couldn't find what they wanted, they walked up to the front desk and said, you know, my daughter's looking for, I don't even remember what it was, but the guy, you know, jumped on the computer, punched up, said, yep, hold on one second. When the back less than two minutes later came out with like three or four different records, um, laid them all out. The girl picked the one she wanted. He took all the rest back to the room. Um, really nice. I mean, I, I specifically threw some, some hard things at them that I wanted to see if they had. And I think they had three of the four things I, you know, I threw at them. This might be for security reasons, because if they open it all up as one warehouse, someone might be able to steal easily, or maybe there's, there are not enough employees to watch the customers. Cause you know what I remember in the mid eighties, when CDs first came out, there are CD specific stores and you'd walk in there and what you'd have to do is, you know, um, they would just have out like say the cover or the booklet of the CD and you'd have to say, okay, I want this CD. And they pull out a tray and give you the actual CD disc and then put it in. It was almost like they were afraid someone was going to steal the CDs. Now CDs are easily easier to steal than records, but um, you can still put a record under your coat. So maybe they don't have enough employees to watch that big space. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but but we will find out because it is a small, small storefront. You're right. I'm looking at. Yeah. Very small storefront, but um, you know, one of the cleanest record stores I've ever gone into. Um, Once you realize that, okay, yeah, you look through the initial storefront and you're like, Oh gosh, they probably don't have much. Yeah. Um, But then when you ask them for stuff, they've got a larger inventory than most stores that are 10 times as big as what they are. So, you know, again, this is a great example of, you know, don't do not judge a book by its cover because first, you know, they're in a, they're kind of in a business complex. So it's not like you're just going to be out driving around and be like, Oh, record store. Look, I mean, you gotta, you kind of got to go find them, but add this to those lists of record stores that you need to go find. Because if you are looking for stuff, um, and I'm not just talking about the newest Taylor Swift. I'm talking about classic stuff that you won't find in a lot of places. They have a phenomenal selection. Hmm. So, yeah, you gave huge marks to the staff being very helpful and the cleanliness. And, yep. and you said, of course, the selection. I mean, if they got 300,000 records back in, in their storage area, they have a lot of different genres. They have a lot of stuff back there. And it has to be very organized for some for an employee to go back there and pull out, you know, these three different records to choose from. It has to be very organized. 
Well, not only very organized, but I would imagine that they do a lot of mail orders. Sure that the stuff gets put back properly. Um, you know, I know, you know, I'm talking to record store owners, there's nothing worse than having a customer come in, look for something, you know, you have it and you can't find it because some customer took it out of, 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 yes. of the B section for Black Flag and stuck it under the Fs. Um, and now no one can find that release anywhere. So, And they do that because they don't have the money at the time. And they want to make sure it's somewhere when they get back. And no one yep. uh, it's a George Costanzo move. uh the website's pretty easy to get to vinylrecorddude.com do they have a mail order i mean it'd be Um, nicely set up to i mean no i didn't talk yeah i didn't talk to him about his mail order because i actually went into the store um and got to visit it a few months ago when i was in arizona um i'd imagine i mean just talking to nick um I guarantee you they will do mail order if if it's something that somebody really wants. He just, he's so passionate about what he's done. They opened this retail thing two and a half years ago. And like I said, he's been selling uh, records online for over 22 years. So he's, right. you know, he might be one of the originators of the whole record, uh, records on eBay type stuff. Because uh, I can't think of anybody who's been selling on eBay longer than 22 years, you know. Right. He seems like almost like a, a Felix Unger type with the way he, you know, organize stuff. Yeah, yeah. You have to be a little anal retentive to make sure you can get everything <laughs> everything done. But that's good. That's good with a store, right? Yeah. Um, yep. So he's tomorrow is a record store day drop. Yep. And he's going to be experiencing that. He yep. said he does well on record store day. He does best on Black Friday. Yeah. So he, you know, it's interesting because a lot of the stores, and I think we talked about this even on our last record, last time we recorded, um, you know, I go visit stores sometimes where there's a line that goes all the way around the block. And so typically when I talk to stores and ask, you know, how do you do on record store day and Black Friday? They always start out by telling me, oh, you know, customers get there at like 2 a.m. and they sit out. But I talked with Nick. He said, you know, right now, again, because the store is where it is, you know, they get a line of about 15 people. And I'm like, oh, so you do, do you not get a lot of stuff? He said, no, we got a lot. I mean, they had six copies of Taylor Swift's 45 when I know most stores only got, you know, four to six copies. So um, if you're in Arizona and you yeah. want to get there and you don't want to have to wait in a hall in a huge line, I might head over to Vinyl Record Dude tomorrow. He might have some of the best selections around. Uh, well, I always do that uh, record store day because um, whether it's a drops day or Black Friday, because that's one of my things is to find the store off the beaten path. Because, you know, we were checking out a bunch of record stores this last, uh, this April, you know, the original date. And the reason why they have a drops this year is because supply chain issues um for extra stuff not because of really COVID this time but what what surprises me is that we went to like rough trade which I love by the way I visited uh you know all their stores and but see everyone knows rough trade and it's in a very populated area so the line was like two to three hours long right but, you know, we pull up to some place in Queens that's off the beaten track. Bam. We, you know, it's like right in there. 
you know, that's so those are the stores I kind of I like going to different areas, you know, um, different states around, you know, around here in the in uh, the, the northeast. So, you know, that's what I'm I always look for first. Um, sometimes you'll find, you know, there's there's a store up here that's uh, really popular red scroll and they moved to a warehouse location now they're so popular that they'll probably still get people waiting in line for that but um it's not easy to find the location really um it's got to be like this place right is it kind of hard to find it well no it was it's it's easy to find it it's just you have to be looking for it, it again they don't have it's not like you're you're driving around and there's this huge building that says record store I mean, they're inside a they're inside a business complex. It's a fairly small sign, um, but you know, if you plug in their address into GPS, it will get you right there. It doesn't take you to a cornfield in the middle of Arizona somewhere. Yeah. So you will actually get to the store. So they're not hard to find. They're just not in the typical type of venue that you would expect to find a record store. Yeah, Red Scroll in Connecticut, Wallingford is. Uh... Even with GPS, it's kind of like, okay, which warehouse do I go into? <laughs> uh, where they used to be on a main street, you know, a hip street. And uh, I'd like to see what the difference is uh, in their line. Because yeah. I'm not waiting two hours in line. I don't care if it's fucking, it would have to be Led Zeppelin performing for me to, I don't wait in lines anymore. But well, I, I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Um, I'm going to head back up to Siren Records. Um, not only am I going to hopefully grab the, the releases I want, they have got a classic Chicago punk band coming in called um, okay. Apocalypse Hoboken um, that are going to be performing in the middle of the day. And, you know, I'm just getting too old for these 10 o'clock PM shows. And so the opportunity to see Apocalypse Hoboken at 3.30 in the afternoon seems very appealing to me. Well, plus you won't, probably won't have to wait in line. <clears throat> no, no. So I'm, I'm looking forward thing, to that. Another thing about vinyl record, dude, is, uh, you know, they may not have a line, but they probably have to let only a certain amount of people in at one time, right? Because it's so small. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very small store. Yeah. They're not going to just open the doors and let everybody race in. I mean, they were doing, a lot of stores are doing that for COVID, but if it's a really small store, um, you know, I'm sure it's going to be that way. Um, okay, well, another thing we're going to do is take a little spaceship back, like we've talked about, and we're going to take a spaceship to. We're going to go. I'm going to tell you, this is a two for the price of one today because uh, we're going to go way in the Wayback Machine back to August 17th of 2018 when I visited Tang Records out in San Diego, California. I had the opportunity to reconnect with Curtis, who's the owner of the record label and the store, and talk to uh, talk to him a little bit about how they were doing and, and just find out how they were doing. So um, let me share let me share a little with you. And um, I should tell you at the end of this, since we're doing a double podcast today, we're going to do double prizes. Nice. So we have we have a wonderful prize package from both Tang Records and from Vinyl Record Dude that we'll be giving away at the end of the podcast. But um, you know, for those of you not familiar with Tang, it is a record store and a record label. Um, label that is uh, best known for a lot of kind of Boston punk slash hardcore. 
Um, but they have bands like um, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones were on the on the label. Um, Lemonheads are, have been, have done releases on the label. Um, but Curtis is a big big fan of that 77, 78 punk. And I, what first uh, endeared me to Curtis was they had, they reissued and re-released um, the first Slaughter and the Dogs album. And for those of you not familiar with Slaughter and the Dogs, well, you should be listening to them. If you have anything to do with punk, Slaughter and the Dogs is one of those bands that, you know, everybody from The Clash, The Sex Pistols, all say influenced them in their music. And um, Curtis is really proud of the fact that they um, are trying to re-release a lot of that um, kind of old school, older school punk. So um, they've been doing great since we went out there and visited them in 2018. He's got over a hundred thousand records on hand now used and um, they've gotten so big. They're about to open up a second store. So it was pretty exciting talking to him. Now, I can't remember, but um, they're in San Diego, but why did they specialize in Boston? I believe that is where Curtis is from. Um, I think Curtis came from that area and then um, just decided to actually set up the record label and the store in San Diego. He mentioned that they were talking about possibly uh, that second store being somewhere in the Northeast, but I believe last I talked with him, he said they were probably looking at something that was within driving distance of the current store. Yeah, you know, there, yeah, Boston's probably, you know, very expensive for rent um, compared to San Diego. I don't know. So, well, you know, and something interesting that, that Curtis said to me um, is that um, the label, while Vinyl is their bread and butter. They're going to continue to put out CDs because he's actually seen an increase in CD sales over the last six months, yes. um, which which is a bit surprising because I had been hearing that they were trending downward. But he says uh, as long as fans continue to, to to buy the CDs, the Tang Records will continue to put them out. Now we've noticed this in the uh, Goldmine store, um, listeners. If you don't know, I'll give a little plug here. If you go to shop.goldminemag.com. Goldmine has its own store. Usually, we put uh, exclusive and unique vinyl, and uh, we but we do have CDs because we found people are buying with they'll get vinyl, um, unique vinyl, but they'll buy a CD of like a best of, like best of Fleetwood Mac, or you know something that they can maybe you know play on the back porch, or if they still have a CD player in their car. I don't know, but uh, they are buying CDs. So, you know, it's interesting. So well, they, they don't buy CDs. Yeah, they don't melt the way uh, records do in your car when you when you leave <laughs> them in there. <laughs> but with the advent of Bluetooth, I don't know if there are a lot of uh, as much use of CDs in car and cars anymore. Um, but what what do you have now for? Oh, Tang. Uh, we talked about their uh, brick and mortar. What, how about as their mail order business? How's that? The mail order business has always impressed me. Um, I've ordered several times from them. I think within 24 hours of placing the order, I get notification that my order is shipped. And I usually have the order in my hands less than a week after I place the order. 
they move really quickly on getting stuff out. So I would say, you know, thumbs up top 10 on um, actually getting stuff. And, you know, again, I, I, I'll throw some bands out here, but if you are interested in Antiheroes, Freeze, Gangrene, Lemonheads, um, Menace, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Negative Approach, Slap Shot, Slaughter and the Dog, Swirlies, um, and the the ten the Tang uh, first ten singles LP, all of that is coming back out. They're reissuing all of that, and so get over to their website um, and and jump on those reissues because they are going to be available again in the next month or so. I was going to say very much like Goldmine Stores experience, right? Didn't you order from the Goldmine Store? You got it very quickly. I did, <laughs> and I gave it a ten out of ten. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to the prizes because I'm excited about this. I can't wait okay. because it's so, so what we're gonna like do prize, we're gonna we're gonna give away two separate prizes, but I'm okay with one person winning both, but they will be but they will stand alone. So it's two different questions. The first question relates to vinyl record dude, and this will be for a $50 gift certificate. So, you know, back in the day, Pat, that could buy you four or five records, but with the cost of some of these new vinyls, you might be able to get one record with that. So we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but the contest is, what Rolling Stone record is featured front and center on the store's website in the On the Buy Records page? So that's a pretty easy one. You just got to go to Vinyl Record Dude's website, look it up, and uh, and then you will send me a, a tweet at Dr. Disc, which is at Goldmine DR, G O L D M I N E D R. Goldmine Doctor will get you to Dr. Disc. You respond to that. You'll be a winner. The second question is going to take a little bit more work. This is from Tang Records. And this prize package is a clothing package. And then any choice of record off of the Tang label that you are interested in that they that they still have releases on. And so this comes straight from Curtis. Curtis says Tang is a very incestuous label. Name three musicians who have been in more than three bands on the label. And I'll give you a hint. There have been six musicians that have actually played in more than three of the bands that are on their label. So you just have to, again, tweet to... Dr. Disc, which is at Goldmine DR. And if you are the first person with that answer, you will win a Tang Records prize package. Now, you have some winners before, man. They answer right away. Um, they do. They're probably pinging you right, you know, as soon as they hear this. As soon as this goes live, I, I imagine I will get a winner pretty quickly. But that's how I'm excited by that. The Tang one, I think, is going to take people a little bit more time to search for. Good. You should give them clues, like, you know, hide things around the... Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that, um, that they're all men. Internet. How about that? I'll tell you, there's your clue. All well, six are men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I was talking about make, making it harder for them. Find clues around the internet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good doctor. Uh, what's coming up in the next issue? Well, in the next issue, we are going to, um, so again, if we, if we stay with this format, um, our new store that we're going to find in the pages of Goldmine Magazine 
And we might have a special guest on our next podcast if I can get Tom Trauma to join us. Um, because I went out to Vertigo Music in Grand Rapids, um, which is, uh, and, and for the first time ever, went out with one of our listeners who suggested a store. And oh. so he and I together visited the store. And um, Tom says, and I, I got a quote right here, I've been to record stores all over the country, but I'm always glad to come home to Vertigo. I haven't found another store that rivals their staff selection and prices. So you put them to the test. Yep, I took him out and, and we visited uh, several different stores, but this is the one we landed on. So we're going to talk about Vertigo from a new visit and from a revisit. I went all the way to the great north and got, went up to Fargo, North Dakota to revisit with our friends at Vinyl Giant. Oh, sounds interesting, man. Okay, to close, what what do you, um, since we're, we're uh, this is going to go live the day before, um, our record store day drop in June. What are you searching for? Well, I am on a mission to get something for my daughter. As a matter of fact, I, I need to grab that Pearl Jam on 10, live on 10 legs. Um, so I'm looking for that. And then I think for my own personal collection, I'm there's a three record Peter Gabriel uh, set out that I'm going to go after. There's what about you? Keith Richards cassette. Now I don't have my cassette deck hooked up anymore. Um, I do have a like a little boom box, but I'm not going to play it. It's just for a collectible. Um, you know, it's his debut album and uh, live album together in a slipcase uh, cassette box. So I don't even know if I'll find that. It's very limited quality quantity. I'll see what I can find and, and and email me or text me when you get it so I don't buy you an extra copy. <laughs> Other than that, um, I'm just going to see what... Um, I don't usually have a list. I just go in and if there's something I like that I see, I buy it. You know, I have a kind of... I've got the RSD list kind of in my head of what I want, but I used to be a geek and Carry. Remember, Goldmine used to print it, the whole list in the magazine. I used to be a good old days. Carry that around like a checklist, but no, I don't do that anymore. Um, and I just whatever, because you know I'd be disappointed sometimes. A lot of record stores wouldn't have it, so I just go in, see what they have left, and then I and I grab it. That's it. It's you know and more fun that way. I encourage, I encourage people who are going to get up early tomorrow and, and get in line and, and race into that store to take a minute to ask the owner, you know, what do you think? What, am, what, what are people going to miss? What's the big thing that's going to slip through that, that later on you're going to laugh at that are like, this was the best thing that no one got because those store owners know what's good. And, um, and sometimes there are some releases that really fly under the radar that people never know about. And you're like, oh my gosh, I never even knew that was available or I, I, I never heard of that band. And, and that's what Record Store Day should be about. And the opportunity to get a, an album that had never been out before, not an opportunity to buy the 11th version of an album that's come out now this time on pink vinyl versus you know 27 other color options that you could get. So that's the doctor's opinion for what it's worth, but get out there and- <laughs> I do too, I like but I don't need 27 copies, 27 different vinyl colors. So that's me kind of with the Rolling Stones. But um, 
you know, I, I think that the only thing I don't really dig on is the um, what they call, you know, getting a record coming out before its release date. You know, I don't really, eh, you know, I'll get it when it comes out. It's not a big deal to me. Yeah. But um, you know, besides that, I, I usually go for the, I like the colored vinyl, um, even if I have it, uh, another version. Uh, I mean, I bought two uh this last record store day hero hero by judas priest uh colored vinyl and also uh the rolling stones hot rocks because um because i'm a geek i'm a records collector geek um i haven't even opened those two i might even keep them sealed yeah, but you know, they did some special work with both of those. And yeah, so they yeah. did they did make them different. And so, you know, I don't have an issue with that. To me, it's the, like you said, you know, you've got a new album coming out in August. Hey, let's re let's let's release it early um record store day to a handful of people. And there's not going to be anything different from it than the one that everybody will be able to buy in two yeah. months. I don't get that. That I don't get. Yeah. Well, some kids want to be the first kid on their block, first kids. Some people want to be the first kid on the block to have the record, I guess. But, you know, that doesn't matter as much anymore, you know? Yeah. I used to, when I was in the 80s, I wanted to go down to the record store and, and make sure I pick up this album before any of my friends do. But um, I don't know if that matters as much, you know? Maybe some of our listeners would disagree. But um, anyway... So thank you, good doctor. We'll talk to you next time. And listeners, don't forget to go, go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content. And also check out select Barnes & Noble and Books A Million Stores for the new issue. And now the uh, new issue that will be coming out is, of course, we just got a August, September coming out. Um, so you should see that in the stores. We have three different covers. So we'll have the, the Sex Pistols, Def Leppard, and Woodstock. So you could collect all three covers if you want. Or you could go to the Goldmine store and you could buy collector's editions for um, all three, which is, uh, again, Sex Pistols, Def Leppard, and Woodstock. The difference is, Doctor, um, these collector's editions come with alternate covers and frameable eight by 10 professional prints and the Woodstock one, it has these eight by tens from Henry Diltz. So he is, you know, as you know, a famed photographer yep. and uh, we have, we have a Henry Diltz love affair. So uh, he worked with us to get us these eight by tens for our readers. That's really cool. Very cool. So again, go to shop.goldmymag.com for those. Uh, they will be out sometime soon in July. Um, now, uh, you can also, um, doctor, this is our 177th podcast episode. So you can go podcast at goldmymag.com and God, you could go back and listen to a whole bunch of record store recons. And also, you know, a lot of different interviews, man. I can't believe it. You know, this week has been five years since the podcast began. And uh, you've been with the mag how long now? I think almost 10 years. Wow. Time flies, man. 
Yeah, so I visited a lot of record stores and I've got to meet some very interesting people out there. I have fun on these podcasts, though, you know, talking about record stores. Oh, this, is, this is why we do it, right? Yeah, it is. All right, man. So have a good record store day. And listeners, hope you have a good record store day. And we'll catch you next time on the record store recon edition of the Goldmine Podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Find what you're looking for inside that record store across the whole world. They've gone searching for shelves of gold to find that perfect score. You're listening to the record story car. You're listening to the record story car.